Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to the very first uh, episode of Sour Graps in Oh My God, November. It is, uh, it is uh, will it ever end? This inexorable slog yeah. toward death. Uh, watching NXT every week just makes me more and more cognizant of my own mortality. Welcome to your NXT Sour Graps post-show. It is November 1st, or Oh My God, November, as Alex likes to say. Get in those super chats. Get in those for chats at humperchats.com. What on earth is a humper chat? How could someone be so foul? How could Sean approve such vile way? It was Sean's idea to call him humper it chats because they're for matches that hump, which we did not get a lot of tonight. However, that's true. Uh, yeah. Get those super chats and humper chats in. We get to keep a little bit more money from the humper chats and. You get to say the word hump when you type it in. So that's fun. Also, show us your biddies on Twitch. You can send us Twitch bits at twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming and support us there. And hey, you can also just leave us a thumbs up. That's free. It's easy to do. And we appreciate it because it helps people find us in the algorithm. Though, Alex, if I can make anything get lost in the algorithm today... (laughs) What happened, man? What happened? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. The scariest thing about Halloween has been booking. Yeah. Booking. Yeah. Yeah. JDB Pringle says, one true Alex with the clavicle that is infallible. Kate Elizabeth marks in the council thereof. Ladies of cease and desist. All four faces on the Matt Rushmore of dads. Papa Paul Elizabeth. All the SGS kids love to wall. Thank you. Hell yeah. My dad was giving out Halloween candy yesterday before the rains came. Little kids came made a dent in it. Little skeleton mm-hmm. that's been haunting our house was sitting outside mm-hmm. welcoming them. Good yep. stuff happening at the Elizabeth um, household. Orion Ben says, get this out of the way now. Prayers with Robert Stone, whose mom passed away. Um, uh, thoughts with Bodie and the four others that got released. We'll talk about at least Bodie, if not the others. Um, even to the SGS Society, here's just hoping it's a tweak for our truth. We'll talk about that too. And hope everyone enjoyed Halloween Dio de los Muertos. Let's have fun. Um, okay, Kate. I have I I listen, I think they're going this way anyway. Uh so might, might as well get ahead of the game. 
I say let's abolish all tag teams. How about that? Let's abolish tag teams. Why why have why have tag team titles? Hell, why even have tag teams? Uh the important thing about tag team wrestling is it's a device to set up singles feuds in WWE. Yes. That's it. it. That's mm-hmm. the only mm-hmm. thing it does. That's right. And you made this big deal out of unifying mm-hmm. the UK belts with the mm-hmm. US mm-hmm. belts mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. this? Yes. To yeah. do um, F in this, Alex? Yeah. Um, in this so, economy? Yeah. Um, you, you know what they used to do all the time? on on raw and smackdown and god love them they haven't Im- improved everything sometimes they haven't really improved much of anything but um this is one thing they've gotten away from a lot the interrupting promo parade where somebody comes out Boo. says a says a few sentences um well <laughs> here to pop knock, myself baby <laughs> uh knock knock Boo. No, 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 no. Who's there? Do the joke. Work with. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting parade. Interrupting parade. Who? Okay, sorry, that's enough. Um. No, that was excellent. Eleven uh, out of ten. No notes. <laughs> that was. This is my trombone impression. In case anybody wants to know. Um, that's great. I don't play. I don't play trombone. Um. Uh, you know who doesn't play anything uh, apparently, unfortunately, is Braun Breaker, who gets to come out and say, "Wow, hey everybody, wow, I'm here. Wow, where are my dogs at? Wow!" And then he gets to be interrupted uh, by uh, by the Yes Boys, uh, Yes Boy One and Yes Boy Two, a blonde Yes Boy and brunette Yes Boy, and no, I haven't learned their names yet, and no, I never will. Elton and Kim, uh, but go ahead. But listen, no, 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 listen. Their their names will never be spoken on this program by me ever. I'm sorry. Okay. They should wear it's blue. Fine. They should have been Cat in the Hat thing one and thing two for they Halloween. Should have been. They could have had the blue wigs. That would have been great. Um. Uh, so anyway, um, we have uh, Breaker is interrupted by them and they do they they do the thing like this. You just all you do, whenever you come out here, all you do is this. Well, the problem is that this is all they ever give him time to do on the mic is come out and go, wow, I won that thing. And then somebody interrupts him and he has a, and he has a, a title feud with them. That's kind of what happens. And it's not really his fault that that's all they give him to do. But um, uh, then he tries to do a British accent, which is only slightly worse than my Nathan Frazier. <laughs> um, and uh, he's so they, he talks back to them. And then Wesley comes out and says, he oh, didn't even oh. say Bob's your uncle. He didn't say Bob's your uncle. Well, honestly, how can you be British if you don't say Bob's your uncle? Uh, unless you're William Regal, in which case you say war games. But um, <laughs> scrummy, so scrum. scrummy, scrummy, ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, <laughs> we get uh, we get Wesley coming out and he says, I don't want to hear this anymore. And I was like, I'm right there with you, buddy. Uh, and I was like, oh, oh, God, no. I know mm-hmm. where this is going. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, I, I thought I was silly enough to think we were just going to get a, hey, why don't the two singles champs, for fun, for shits and gigs, why don't you go and, and tag together against the tag titles, you know, just to like blow off some steam. But no, like Braun Breaker uh, and Wesley seem to think they deserve a title shot and everyone in the back agrees with them. 
And so it's booked for later to get a a, 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 a tag title match versus the Yes Boys for the main event. Um, like, by the end of the night, we would know who were the singles people coming after those two singles champions. By the end of the night, we would not know who were coming after the Yes Boys. Um, but here's the deal. It, even for one night only, I'm, I'm a stickler. For one night only, I still say it's never okay to be like, let's group all of the titles into one program, even if the program lasts for one night. You have all of these people who are on your roster so bloated apparently that you can fire a guy who's on TV literally every week. So it's so bloated, you have no room for anybody. Let's make sure we can only have these people involved. Um, the, the tag division has never been worse in, in, in NXT, ever. I'm going to say ever. Um, and the problem is, is that you're not doing enough to establish all the other tag teams you possibly could. You got, you got the Creeds messing around with Damon Kemp, who doesn't even have a tag partner to feud them with. Are they going to feud with Veer and Sanga? Okay, fine. Are Veer and Sanga even actually a tag team? Do they are? Have they? They haven't had a match yet. Like, there's a tag division to be made, right? And I mean, who are the babyface tag teams? There's Double Vest and the Beach, and the Creeds, and that's it. Oh no, Malik Blade and Ederson Ofe. How could I forget them? They had a tag match last week. So there's three of those, and the heels are the champs. And then you got the schism. I really wish they were still GYV. Um, and you got Veer and Sanga, I, I, I guess. Like the the, I, I just I just hate when they do this game. I really do. Like the, there's a tag division for a reason. The tag teams fight each other in that division. Well, it's not like you had two top talent walk out of the company for the. Oh wait. You did. You did have two top talent walk out of the company for this exact reason. And look how well those main roster women's tag titles are doing. Not much better. Here's, I'll, I'll give you guys a little, a little insight into the mind of Kate, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, I had a lot of fun with Mops last week. Yes, and I did. Yes, you did. It was great. You did. I was not particularly thrilled with myself because I felt like I did a lot more talk about Mops of the show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this week, I'm going to do better. I'm going to hone in. I'm going to pay better attention. I'm going to focus. I'm going to go in with a positive mindset. And I would say about 70 seconds into the show, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> because <laughs> the show opened with Braun Breaker coming out, as you said. And Vic Joseph, who, for whatever reason, Booker T just multiple times now has called him Joseph Vic. Uh, said, Booker, you've been a fan of this guy since day one. And I was like, he's been on commentary for like three weeks. <laughs> since day one. And he said, you know what I like about this guy? All of it. And when I say all of it, I mean all of it. All of it. All of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, boy. Uh, thanks for that incredible insight. <laughs> I mostly agree with you to all the gold being in one title, even for one night is not great. I think there's a way to do it for one night. If you 
build it out. If the tag yeah. champs are hunting around the other champs or vice versa right, for a right. couple of weeks or whatever, like you can do that for one night. I'll, I don't love it. I'll let you get away with it. Uh, this was not a good promo for a few reasons. Mm -hmm. uh, the Yes Boys were making fun of Braun Breaker for retaining his championship, which is the weirdest. <laughs> they were like, ha, you and you're winning, how you keep winning. I was like, what are you making fun of him for? For retaining his title against mm -hmm. Ilya Dragunov and J.D. Yep. McDonough? Ah, oh, what a nerd. He saved it with the odds stacked against him against two really great wrestlers. I mean, not their fault. Not a lot of meat on the bone there. No, no. But that didn't work. And then poor Wesley, man. This felt like the content of it wasn't good. And the delivery was all so stilted, Alex. It felt like mm -hmm. when you watch a stand-up comedian at an open mic and he's just bombing. And you, like, have that, like, um, vicarious, like, shame and mm -hmm. just, like, ugh, feeling. This was so cringy. This was such a bad way to open the show. Braun, break a cur. Uh, he's got to develop a stronger arsenal than the one promo they give him. Or if he is capable of it, we need to see it more before he goes up to the main roster. Because it's the same thing most times. Mm -hmm. And he's good at that thing. But this felt weird this was like very attitude era -y to me they were like making fun of the yes boys hair and they have great hair Why? it was like the whole promo boiled down to you nerd you keep you keep retaining your title and he was like it's very veronica cordingstone very you have bad hair mm. what did she say mm. uh this was just really this was really really bad and it set up something that i was like in ring this will be good, but story-wise, this sucks. And to your point, there's no tag division. And I have a pet peeve about having titles for a division you don't really have. Mm -hmm. That's my thing. Because you're automatically signifying to me that you're going to use this division to set up something else. Like, you are flat out mm -hmm. telling me. Uh, and we saw it, I mean, we saw it on the main roster with tag wrestling all the time. And we, we also saw it with the mid-card, right? Like, those titles weren't even on pay-per-view, so it wasn't being used to build anybody up in that way. So if you don't have a division, but you do have titles, how am I supposed to believe that they are important? Who are they defending them against? Who are they beating? No. Nobody. Nobody. So yeah. this was a, a disappointing way to open up the show, and it's, it's disappointing because... I don't know. I remember FTR versus DIY, don't you? I feel like an old lady when I talk like that. I remember in black and gold days how great the tag team wrestling was. Hey, back in the day, there was an American Alpha, and, and they used to have two out of three falls match with the Revival. The Revival used to be called the Mechanics back before then, and then they were the Revival. I bet you know, the DIY, they feuded them. What? Um, listen, uh, yeah, it's, it's just, this is, it's not great. Um, it's not what I'm talking about. No, it's not what I'm talking about either. Um, it's certainly not what I'm talking about. Uh, deadline is on, is on December 10th. Uh, so we're, we're, we're booking out toward that. It's now November 1st. So we have six weeks to set up, um, things that are important 
Um, and uh, it, I don't know. I, I really wish I thought any of them had a plan for anything. Like we want, we want, we want Breaker on the main roster by this date. So we we know who we want to take the title off of him because you should right now. If you think Breaker is going to the main roster anytime before SummerSlam, you should know who you want to take the title off of him this minute. If you don't, get on that. Once you do, then you got to start booking out who are his going to be his title defenses up until that point. If he's going to go up by the Royal Rumble, then you got to start really getting the wheels in motion so you properly build that guy who's going to take the title off of Braun Breaker. It's not going to be Von Wagner, spoiler alert. So let's, let's like, so we're another placeholder feud with a terrible dance partner who's going to bring Braun Breaker back down to earth and make him look less than because he's got to go half speed against the Crow Magnon man. It's, uh, it's not going to, it's not going to work out. It's a terrible idea. Anyway, what's up? Um, uh, Bones in the home, Elizabeth says, uh, greetings to Sir J.W. Pringle, the sisters, the Marks, the SGS at large. Welcome to November. Here's another great Tuesday sour grab show. Well, thank you very much. Um, I just wanted to know it is November 1st, but I, I wanted to, uh, to, to, to commend you on deciding to wear a Halloween costume again today, because of course you've come as, as the oh, paper cup. Because you've come as the '90s cup, and I, I, I think it's great. It's, it's uncanny. And, well, you need uh, something to rinse out your mouth then. <laughs> there you go. I this think was great. almost on a conference call earlier today. I was like, oh. Wonderful. <laughs> Tom Valley says it's Tuesday. We got the clavicle that gives us the voice. We got the bis bangs in the world rocking the '90s cup sweater and a jukebox to rule them all. Um, we do have those things. Indeed. Uh, we don't have much else, but we have those things. Um, we'll always have jukebox. We'll always have jukebox. Um, so uh, our, our truth interrupts this whole thing. And we have uh, the Yes Boys go, uh, how could this get any worse? Our truth music hit. And I was like, that's how it could get worse. Our truth could come out and do some vis nonsensical whatever it is. Um, and then people in the crowd, what's up? Yeah, uh, people, uh, do you do you feel me? If so, then say what's up. Um, walked right into my trap. Yeah, I was like, okay, um, get him to sing the theme. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's it. <laughs> listen, um, I I am not an R Truth fan. That no, that, that does that does not does not mean I want to see him get injured. That does not mean I want to see him in a match that is entirely optional and shouldn't even have been booked to begin with. If, God forbid, this is a serious enough injury that 68-year-old R-Truth can never compete again. Because that man is not 68, but he is closer to 50 than he is to, to 40 by a good margin. He's um, closer to Bobby Fish than he is to MJF. We'll put it that way. And as uh, you know, yeah. Bobby Fish is 480 years old. He's he's so he has a match with with Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller didn't do anything wrong. No, 
That nope. is really important to clarify, by the way. <laughs> um, we had our truth doing a, a topic on hero over the top to send it into break. That was the plan. Uh, and then just didn't get all of it. No, like didn't fully get all the way over. I don't know if like when he when he hopped to get the full jump, if something just went wrong in his left leg. Like, I think it just like slipped or something. It was really weird. He uh, he went he went over uh, in the wrong way, uh, landed wrong, immediately clutched his left knee. They were the the uh, the um, the training staff was there immediately. They threw up the X. He got checked out through the entire picture in picture. I know you had planned a picture in picture. If there was ever a time to be like, yeah, you know what? Let's just let's just full let's double click and full screen this ad. So we didn't have to watch Grayson Waller, like, which, I mean, like, honestly, that's what you would do in that situation as the heel. You would gloat about it. But him, like, doing weird basketball moves in the middle of the ring to get the crowd to boo him some more in picture in picture while our truth is obviously injured uh, was not the best course of action in my particular opinion. I... This is not funny, haha, but it's kind of funny because a few weeks ago we were talking about Adam Page, right? And he got scarily rocked on a lariat, right? Like mm-hmm. Taz took off his mm-hmm. sunglasses, rocked, which is terrifying. Uh, we saw on a belly to belly suplex, Biggie have his career hanging in the balance and centimeters away from paralysis there's things like high-risk maneuvers that darby allen does or dante martin or sammy guevara does uh not to make it all aw people or whatever but like the reality of this and not to minimize anybody's injury but this wasn't a brain injury or a neck injury like you'd take you'd take the knee injury over any of those things but like just goes to show you, like, this guy's been doing this for 65 years, right? Mm-hmm. Like, our truth mm-hmm. is, as veteran as they come, he's always, he's never been, like, the the most technical or flashy guy in the ring. But, like, he knows what he's doing in there at this point. Uh, it doesn't, Sting and, and Seth Rollins comes to mind, too, right? With that, that sunset spot. Um mm-hmm. It just doesn't take much to have somebody's physical health on the line. And I think it's just like, this is just one of those things where it's a reminder of that. Like, there's very few people that have been doing this much longer than our truth has. Grayson Waller didn't do anything wrong. I think Grayson Waller, basketball moves, whatever aside, I thought his, like, post-match promo, considering that was not planned obviously was actually pretty good like I I think he actually recovered pretty all right from it uh which is good to see because he's a young talent so you want people to be able to recover in situations like that but uh to your point it just kind of sucks when it was such a superfluous match to begin with I didn't really know why it was planned I didn't know who it was getting over I think they see something in Grayson Waller for the future and I don't know what in our truth shine does for him but this just sucks it just sucks and uh another reminder that we've seen over the past year of just like even the most basic stuff man like (laughs) 
It's high. Yeah. Every everything in a wrestling ring is high risk, even the low risk stuff. Indeed. Um, yeah. It's it, it. Prayers. Prayers up for truth. Uh, he, no. Nobody deserves uh, to be injured like that. And by like that, I mean wrestling Grayson Waller on NXT 2.0. Um, uh, like what a what an entirely waste of everything. Like just everything like is it's a, a match that doesn't even have to happen at all like to, to what furthering what to what end what are we doing this for and during it he happens to get injured it's a ridiculous thing um uh so uh we had uh, lord kev in in the in the comments uh talking about how we sh there should be mop breaker and luis decided to give an image for that that's what he thought mop breaker was this um uh, it's something something along those lines i think i can um, see that mop cutting through something at the beginning of a premium live right. event yeah exactly very good Story yeah, very obvious mm -hmm. very good well played mm -hmm. um so <sighs> we got a schism sit down interview uh listen i think ava rain um is better equipped uh, uh, as, a, as a speaker than I thought she was, which is uh, which further begs the question: Why the hell did you saddle her with this dead on arrival faction? If she can talk and if she can go at all in the ring, why have you put her in this? This is death. This faction is go nowhere, dead on arrival bullshit. It's awful. It's nobody's fault who's in. The faction, by the way, it is the fault that they don't seem to know the they, I mean, creative doesn't seem to know what the hell they're doing with it. Uh, we are our true selves, take off your mask. Like, this is all just it's all boring platitudes. What are your aims? What are you trying to do? It's it's nothing, it's just a it's it's vague spookiness for the sake of itself, it's death. And I feel bad for Ava Rain because I saw a lot of people saying, wow, she's doing really good in this promo. Yeah. So why is she in it? Why is she in this promo and not another one where she's declaring that, oh, Mandy Rose, you think you're something? Well, guess what? I have the blood of the greatest champion in history coursing through my veins, and I'm going to come take that title. Why isn't she doing that? Like, even if she doesn't actually take the title, she should say she wants it, as opposed to, I'm going to be here with these three guys, two of which would love to be doing literally anything else because they're actual, really great, honest-to-God, top 25 tag team in the world right now, and they've been relegated to wearing each of them one weird contact lens. That's their entire character right now. I'm sure they'd like to be doing something else. And Joe Gacy, this is not his forte. Let him wrestle death matches, for God's sake. That's where he cut his teeth. That's what he's good at. It's all, all of these people are various different shapes that they are squeezing into the same shaped hole, and it's not going to work. It hasn't worked. It's not going to continue to work badly. It's also like they're not wrestling that often they're just not they're not in the ring that often like we haven't seen gyv in real matches on a consistent basis uh ava rain 
this was fine. I mean, she at least justified why she was in it. I, I didn't think it was like anything all that special. But I just thanks for thanks for trying. <laughs> That's what I will say. Yeah, thanks for trying. You addressed it. Thanks for trying. I don't buy it, but thank you for trying. I just also so Judgment Day are the Goth Kids from South Park. Bray Wyatt is on a completely uh. different level. Why isn't you got to either lean into it or lean away from it. Because as I mentioned before, this has gotten literally nobody over in the faction. And it's never gotten an opponent over ever, ever in the entire existence of this whole thing. So if this is going to be like a mind games guy that preys on inclusivity and he was like going after Cameron Grimes, they didn't, he should have been harping on Cameron Grimes' dead father for like weeks. And how, like, just exploit that he didn't, like, then you have to be the twisted manipulative guy, right? Like, there's has to be something distinct about you other than that you speak in a soft tone and you come out with, like, druidy stuff. There's just no clarity. And when you have this many spook, and we have spooky Viking raiders now, and we have scripts. And we like it's just too damn much. And then to be this unclear and undefined in the space for how long this has been going on, enough. Like it's just not doing anybody any favors at all. Like I, I, I don't get it. I don't understand why you would, as a company, take the daughter of the most successful wrestler you've ever produced, literally ever, and not be like, hey, maybe we should go make a bunch of money off that. Whether she wanted to or not, I'm sorry. You're the Rock's daughter. If you want to forge your own path, forge your own path as the Rock's daughter still. You know what I mean? Then make yeah. it the thing. Like, I'm not yeah. the pebble. I'm I'm the boulder. Whatever. Like, <laughs> then be the anti-Rock. Be stone cold then. Whatever. You are never going to escape the fact that you are the Rock's daughter. It's just not... And honestly, honestly, I'm, 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 I'm sorry to say this. Nor should you want to. What no, a leg up that gives you in a business where everyone is gunning for your spot. It, you should, you should take that. That is a gift from God. Like if this is really what you want to do, not if it's Dominic Mysterio, who I believe doesn't want to do this at all and wishes somebody would just let him go home. If you really want to do this, you should take that advantage. Nobody else gets it. You do use it in some way. Use it. Tom LaValle says, remember, Ava's da dad started with a crap gimmick too. And if he hadn't been the most magnetic personality in the history of wrestling, he never would have gotten over that crap gimmick. I don't, I, I think I Ava also... might be good, but I don't think she's as good as her old man was at getting past that kind of crap. I don't know if anybody literally and i don't like watching the attitude era i don't know if anybody is better than the rocket exactly what you just said and on top of that i don't know i look at someone like charlotte and i i'm i'm cognizant of the fact that she's rick flair's daughter i don't think oh this rick flair's daughter every time she comes to the ring i, I think of I, I think of charlotte right one of I the greatest did. technical wrestlers in the world I did think of her as Ric Flair's daughter every time she came to the ring in 2016. Sure. And as we went on, as long as she wasn't name dropping her dad in promos, I stopped thinking of her like that. 
Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And the whole thing was, she was young, she was still untested, unproven, and getting better and better. And as she got better and better, those comparisons faded away to the point where now, like, she's Charlotte, and that's, she's she stands on her own. We know she's connected to Ric Flair, but we don't, like, think of them as being tied together. And that's what I think you should do with, with Ava Rain, with Simone Johnson. You should start out by letting everyone know they have this connection. And as you get better and better, as you continue to, to do so, hopefully, then those comparisons will start to fade away. Here's what we're saying. Why does forging your own path have to mean forgetting your roots? That's right. it. That's it. That's it. You can forge your own path and still be rooted. Yeah. Ugh. That just makes me think of how great Legacy should have been, and it wasn't. That stable mm-hmm. should have been so good. Yeah, but, but it wasn't. <laughs> J.W. Pringle says, is one weird contact a character? WWE says, yes. It's true. She had a red contact in. She has a red, she has a red one. Because because uh, Rip, I don't know if you know, he's got one white one. And mm-hmm. then uh, uh, Jagger, uh, Jagger has has one dark one. And then she's got a red one. And so She should have gotten up to Apollo when he had the, mm-hmm. the bloody eye gimmick. And they should have done the Spider-Man thing. Yeah, pointing at each other thing. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, so uh, there were some NXT releases. Uh, Sloan Jacobs is the only one that I oh, Roof Fang, I believe. I, I, remember, I, I remember that name because it sounded like a character from a Jean Claude Van Damme movie. Um, <laughs> but uh, Roof Fang, uh, Sloan Jacobs, and a couple others, and the big one, of course, was 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 Bodie Hayward. Um, and uh, which is odd because he's on TV literally all the time. He's not wrestling all the time, but he's on TV all the time. They they put Andre Chase on TV way more often than I'd like, and every time he is, Bodie Hayward's right there. Uh, he he released a, a, a video statement where he was obviously very emotional. Said he was very he was he was uh, he was hurt and embarrassed, uh, and he's, he says he's down bad. He's 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 willing. He's vowing to let let to grow from this, to let it change him for the better, um, and good. And this all feels weird. It feels very odd, considering that they before a week before they released him, they had a segment on uh, on the show last week writing him off, basically. Where's Bodie? Bodie's supposed to be here, and Duke Hudson's. I'm here instead. And I was like, did Bo- did Duke Hudson like, <laughs> like, uh, 
cut the brake lines on Bodie Hayward's car? Like, what what are we doing? Why isn't Bodie here? I guess we'll have to wait until next week, and I guess we'll have to wait forever because Bodie Hayward's gone. This all has all felt very odd. It does feel like they're they are acknowledging it in a way that plays in a storyline, which is fine. Um, but it doesn't feel like a simple like budget cuts sorry kid release to me the way that they're playing it within the thing because um uh thea hales got a match versus uh the porn accountant kiana james uh but but mr chase who will carry the flag because that was bodie's thing and it was uh, it seemed a very like he was he was dead and it was a very but it wasn't played it wasn't played for laughs like when uh, two dimes got got <laughs> thrown into the river, like by by Tony D'Angelo. Again, another segment. I like that they were they acknowledged that somebody was released in the middle of a storyline, just completely out of the blue. Or with um, Dexter and Persia, they did a great job of that, right. which surprised me. Right. Yeah. Um, but this just this felt interesting in a different way. So then uh, Duke Hudson goes full full Kool Aid Man and breaks through the wall. I don't know why. I don't know what was on the other side of the wall. I don't know why there wasn't a door in that room that he could have walked through, but whatever. He broke through a wall and he's got these, I'll carry the flag, Mr. Chase. And uh, and he does. Uh, but Bodie Hayward's gone. So the full list is Bodie Hayward's Sloane Jacobs, who uh, I'm familiar with because she wrestled in the Northeast a lot, the Notorious maybe. She was out of the Monster Factory in Jersey. We'll give a shout out to them because Danny Cage does really good work. She was signed on March 14th. I just like that's a I know they're trying to move the, the time blade along, but mm-hmm. that's quick. Um Erica Yan, Zamarius Griffin, and Rue Fang. So that's the the full list. I don't really watch level up unless there's something outstanding to go check out. Uh, I, I know Sloan Jacobs has a fantastic future. Bodie Hayward, like looked like a million bucks. If he wants to do this, I'm sure he'll, he'll find a way to, it just feels like there's something really specific. Like, I don't know if this is Hunter being like, I don't want Vince's picks or if this is like, uh, that's not the look. That's not the guy. They're not progressing fast enough. Like if they're just like, Six months is your valuation point, and these people aren't cutting it or whatever. So I don't know what that looks like, but March 14th to November 1st is a quite the development <laughs> timeline. So that was just a little surprising to me. And it I don't I don't know of, of, of Bodie's uh history before he came here. Um it, it does feel like they've got a lot of people who are hanging around, who came from not wrestling, who yes. they're giving a longer leash to, um, uh, or I should say a longer lash to, because it's Lash Legend. Um, <laughs> I don't understand why certain people are are hanging around if you are actually doing an evaluation process, because the people who watch your show evaluated them a long time ago and said no. Um, it's just an odd, odd thing. Um I'll tell you this, as much as I didn't like the Andre Chase segments, the reason was never Bodie Hayward. I thought, as, I, as I've always said, no matter what ridiculous gimmick you're playing, if you commit to the bit fully, I will always forgive you uh, as the performer. 
And he committed to that bit completely. As Mr. Chase, what are we going to do, Mr. Chase? I got it. There's a giant bug who's is flying around in front of my face. My daughter left the uh, screen door open in the back uh, tonight. And apparently we had some visitors. <laughs> so that's nice. That's good. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So I'll say, too, that Brian Alvarez apparently said with Bodie specifically that there was a little bit more mm -hmm. to it. He didn't disclose what that was. And um until someone actually says details i right i don't buy no, anything no, but no no but it would that would make sense if there was something bigger in play because he literally was on tv like most weeks the other thing that frustrates me about this is i have not like chase university but i was like oh cool they're finally setting up a storyline through chase you and now that mm -hmm. storyline is gone so I was like, come on, the one thing that I gave them credit for last week was like, hey, we actually have clarity around what it is, and a feud is getting set up, and now they're mm -hmm. not even doing that. Yep. Help um, me help you. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so Thea Hell has her match with um, with uh, the porn accountant. Hold on, the porn accountant, I forgot. To, I, have to, I have to look this up on my phone. I, I, I took a picture of the TV when they did this. Um, the porn accountant now has a bunch of um, uh, acronyms under her name when she comes out, and uh, it says BBM, BBA, CMA, GBA, CCP, CPTD, and uh, as 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 Henry James uh, Henry Henry Casey says um, that those of those all have to be weird um, porn hub categories. Yes, what are those abbreviations for in the porn hub categories? BBM, I mean, like uh, the big, big black something. Man. Uh, uh, yep, there you go. The big, big black, big black ass. BBA, sure, maybe. Um, I'm in on that. CMA, CMA, hmm. GBA, CCP, and CPTD. Hmm. Not really sure, but uh, but I don't know what they are. I have no idea what they what they refer to in real life. But since it is porn accountant, uh, they've got to be something else, right? I could think of things, but I'm not going to yeah, but... say them. <laughs> I know what that leads to. I'm familiar with how the internet works. <laughs> yes, of course. Um, but you uh, know what, Alex? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, right? Porn accountants aren't enough to get mm -hmm. you going. Sometimes. No. No. You can't just look up three-letter initialisms on a naughty site for adults yeah. Yeah. Yep. and be turned on and be mm -hmm. able to perform. Sometimes you need confidence uh -huh. with the aid right. of a little uh, little friend in Bluetooth that Sean Rossap is here to tell you all about. Don't you just hate when you're at the pharmacy and you're picking up your erection bills and the lady behind the desk goes <laughs> well you don't have to worry about that with bluechew.com and the code fightful that's because when you sign up at bluechew.com you consult with one of their medical providers licensed and when you're approved you receive your prescription within days no waiting in line at the pharmacy you don't have to deal with that receptionist no waiting in line at the doctor's office, don't got to deal with that that receptionist either, where you show up there and then like 30 minutes later, you're not even in the room. Mm -mm. And right now, BlueChew.com 
which uses the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but at a fraction of the cost, and a chewable tablet, is giving you your first month free. Use the code FIGHTFUL at checkout. All you got to do is pay $5 shipping, and then your package will arrive. That's it? I feel like Sean was speaking from what sounded like a very, very specific experience. Mm -hmm. What is the evidence porn receptionists? Mm, yeah. Sounds like he does not appreciate the good servicemen and women of the world. But Yeah. Uh, Henry T. Casey says, uh, was Kiana James's Halloween costume a prudishly dressed accountant? Yeah, see, the whole thing is that they see, she listen, she knows that you're never going to uh, pay for her website if she shows the goods on on TV. So she's just giving you just enough to make you... No. Um, she also uh, gave... Like, share, uh, subscribe. Um, she, <laughs> she, uh, she gave a, a folder to Porn Assistant uh to um to, to go and deliver somewhere we didn't know where uh take Louise, this to, to business there is there is there is a businessman waiting outside of a Starbucks and you will hand him this hello Carson <laughs> please be expecting this delivery for the merger hello business talk business talk <laughs> business talk I'll meet you in conference room A. My briefcase um, will be there. Yeah. Uh, as Luis really does give us some very helpful things. CMA, of course, uh, stands for Certified Management Accountant. So she is a porn accountant. I was going to go somewhere else with that. But... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I, I anyway. mean, good for her. That's a lot of schooling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She must have started which, which, college when she was like five. Which again begs the question: Why is she a professional wrestler? I still don't know. She went to like she got all those accreditations, and she is currently working like as a mergers and acquisitions lady, and she's a porn star. Why is she a wrestler? I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand any of it. Um, she's not actually a porn star. I don't want to be you know uh, uh, sued. Um, uh, listen, uh, Thea Hale loses because Duke Hudson puts Thea Hale's uh, leg on the uh, on the bottom rope. The porn accountant does her finisher to Thea Hale, and and Duke Hudson puts her foot on the rope. And Duke Hudson go uh, and and uh, Andre's like, we don't do that in in Andre Chase U University. We do not cheat. Why don't you get your ass to the back right now? And uh, and then. Um, uh, Duke does so, and which is great. And it's very good. It's very honorable of Andre Chase. But of course, Thea Hale stands up and immediately Kiana James does her finisher again. <laughs> which honestly, I like. It's like it's like a sling blade from behind it's that turns cool, into a yeah. flatliner. I that that's honestly really innovative. I really like the look of it. Um, it's only going to tighten up if she if she gets to do it more often. Apparently, she got uh, to do it twice right here. She got to do it twice tonight. She she was she uh, taped a match for uh, for main event last night, uh, and uh, she won. Spoiler alert: she beat Dana Brooke. No no indication as to whether or not she's the new twenty four seven champion, but <laughs> she did beat Dana Brooke. Um, Possibly care. Um, 
So anyway, uh, also, right afterwards, she's decent in the ring. Like, why are yeah. we saddling her with this casting couch gimmick? I don't under, I don't understand why you're like. She, can't her gimmick be? I don't, I don't. Why does she have to have like like why a wacky gimmick? Can't you have? Can't you give her a character and not a gimmick? Like I like, know people who ha- I know people hate they like you, you're not allowed to just be like a wrestler who wrestles good because people think that's boring. But can't she have a character and not a gimmick? I like wrestlers you know? that are just good. Look at Ivy Nile; she was awesome, but now she's never in the ring. Mm-hmm. And she was just a wrestler who was really good mm-hmm. and short. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, uh, Andre Chase checks on Thea Hale and immediately is choked out by uh, by Mr. Regal's son, by Charlie Dempsey, who shows up again for the. We haven't seen him in months, but he's back again. Ouch, um, Charlie. Um, and uh, then Duke Hudson comes in and checks on Andre Chase. Uh, but then also helps up uh, Thea Hale, and we see the beginnings of a of a wonderful little relationship between eighteen year old uh, Thea Hale and thirty six year old uh, Duke Hudson. And I think it's a wonderful little. How? Why are we doing this? She, you did a whole thing about how she just graduated from high school. Duke is in his mid thirties. Why are you even hinting at this? I'm sorry. Maybe that's just me. I had a problem with it when you did it with with. Uh, Rey Mysterio's daughter and Buddy Murphy, who was only 32 at the time, but like Duke Hudson is old. No, and Buddy Murphy was like, Yeah, that felt weird. I didn't like it. Like, don't do it. And he was also whatever about like kayfabe and breaking it, but like he was in a very public gay Mm -hmm. wrestling like scandal that was like not that long ago. So maybe don't call attention to his. Yeah, that's weird. It was weird. It was just all weird. Um, Matthew Plus chimes in, uh, okay. says, I'm not watching because I have a life. Simply sending you money to further the humanita- humanitarian cause of hashtag ban SGS. And that nerd is probably still at work. I'm here to spread the hashtag ban SGS movement. Um, good for you. Take it up with Elon that- Musk. Backstage, Double Vest and the Beach are hanging out with Horse Girl. And uh, the porn accountant's uh, porn assistant shows up, and apparently she speaks Spanish. I did not know that she was Latina. Uh, but <laughs> she she is dubbed by Luis, hija de la porn accountant. Uh, so that's good. Um, I don't know what accountant is in... Um, can we get... Can we, can we get uh, if you're gonna start doing start doing Spanish things, can you translate porn accountant for me, Luis? Oh my God! I want to get the I, I want to do it real. I want to do it right. But um, she hands a folder to um uh <laughs> she hands a folder to to uh to horse girl as like um uh, my employer would like to hire your horse lawyer. That is the oh until we are told differently. That is the only yeah, explanation I'm going to have. Is 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 that is that porn accountant needs a good horse lawyer? I mean, first of all, who doesn't? Like mm-hmm. everyone needs a, a good horse lawyer. Contadora de porno <laughs> in Spanish. This is the weirdest Duolingo ever. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Get in your super chats at your yeah. humper chats. That's all I'm saying. We're having fun. Okay. We're talking uh, porn accountants. 
and Julie, Julie Cutler, I don't believe you were here when they were when they um, when they ran all the when they ran the vignettes for Fallon Henley. It was just her riding and then brushing her horse, talking about how much she loved her horse. And we talked about how every listen at some point you had to have known a horse girl. Um, and she says, when, when I win the, when I win the tournament to get a, a contract, I'm going to come back and I'm going to show my contract to my horse. She says that. Um, and I was like, well, the only reason to show a contract to a horse, if it's, if it's of a lawyer, yeah, if it's the a horse girl has a horse lawyer, I would like to check over this account, this, this contract for you, make sure there's no irregularities. That's why you keep me on horse retainer. And that's, that's where we got with horse, horse, a horse girl and horse lawyer. Sincerely, horse contract advisor slash lawyer. Mm -hmm. I assume yeah. that horse is certified in some way. Right, right, of course. Um, uh, Mr. Stone talked to Braun Breaker about something. I missed this segment. I was fast-forwarding past commercials, and I must have missed this segment. Bob Wagner's real big. You're going to come beat him up. Oh, okay. J.B. Fingal says, she's a 10, but her dad is a horse lawyer. <laughs> she's an 11 yeah there you go that's free legal advice uh oh he said he said the breaker is afraid of facing Vern winker i don't i don't think anybody is um uh von, by the way von wagner and duke hudson uh wrestled a tag match on main event uh spoiler alert they lost to our truth and shelton benjamin eventually shelton benjamin actually came in uh and helped but it was originally it was a two-on-one match uh, with R-Truth and, uh, and then uh, Shelton Benjamin came in and helped out at the end, apparently, and uh, that was what happened. Um, he's not even... He's shooting with a different person on... <sighs> anyway, uh, Ederson O'Fay uh, got confronted by... Uh, and, and Malik Blade got confronted by Javier Bernal um, and... What the hell was this? I don't know. And he, he got, was like, he got, you're not championship material. Cause I would, that guy I would, would know. I would know because I've wrestled exclusively on level up, except for when I've gotten my ass kicked by a security guard. <laughs> Where'd he go? He he's got a match next week. Um oh, I missed that. So uh we get um uh Odyssey. He's oh he says that's why old HBK let me know via text message to come meet him in his office. I'm so glad you reminded me that HBK was involved because his door. Mm -hmm. Alex's office door. That just has the letters HBK and like Christmas lights mm -hmm. on a printed out photograph. Like mm -hmm. somebody, some mm -hmm. poor intern, Alex, some poor intern was like, they were like, go to CVS, go to the mm -hmm. one hour photo and get this this mm -hmm. photograph mm -hmm. of HBK's name and Christmas lights mm -hmm. printed so we can tape it at the door mm -hmm. of an office that he's never in because there no. is no authority figure on NXT. Be also because it's not an office. Because it, the door opens and <laughs> Odyssey dark. Jones, it's completely black in there. And Odyssey Jones squeezes through this tiny freestanding door frame. You know what? You know what that door is? That's the door that the APA used to sit behind playing, <laughs> playing, playing poker and and smoking cigars. It is I a was door say frame. It, it was the door to the rant room from Control Your Narrative. <laughs> it is. It is. It is the. It is the door 
to um to ding dong hello bailey's thing where it was a freestanding door that you had to like you had to walk through even though you could have easily walked around that was that's that's hbk's office you couldn't have shot this outside an actual office alex they could have just turned a light on they could have just turned a light on <sighs> and that door was half the size of odyssey jones god bless him that's how i know it wasn't even like a closet closet that's like um mm-hmm. like the fuse boxes in that closet right. yep Luis says from the creators of tiny skateboard comes freestanding door to nowhere uh yep there you go it's true um anyway odyssey Sounds jones like Roses, um, huh? is back after 10 months and i was like wait what why isn't he immediately feuding with von wagner wasn't von wagner the guy who put him on the shelf and i was like oh no wait that was another giant hulking nobody with zero personality uh that was parker boudreau that was uh whatever the hell his name was harland put him on the shelf but it was at the direction of joe gacy so honestly shouldn't we be getting some fire cameron grimes and odyssey jones versus gyv matches out of this aren't we owed that sean michaels storytelling damn it i'll tweet him about it later oh wait he blocked me for saying brat hart's better than him <laughs> guess what sean he is yeah, yeah. Uh, he's man. better than everybody. He's Brett freaking hard. You uh, and Goldberg Odyssey, can kiss my butt. Odyssey Jones is great. Um, I know. I, I was so. I, this is I'm, the thing that made me happy tonight was this. Yeah, I was very excited. I mean, obviously that was the plan. You don't you don't write a guy off at the hands of one person to never pay off that in the future. The problem is they didn't expect to release him in the meantime. But again, it wasn't unilateral. Like, Joe Gacy put Harland up to it, so it's really Joe Gacy's fault, and you can play that off as well. You know, like, I, on that that's a really good way. What a great way of keeping Joe Gacy busy away from the main roster and giving Odyssey Jones a feud he can easily win. That'd be good, right? Yeah. Uh, Alpha Bill says uh, that dwarf must have been from Acme. <laughs> um Odyssey Jones beats Javier Burnell because of course he does because he's Odyssey Jones because Odyssey Jones is awesome. Yeah. Uh you and know Javi's what is aw- just not like you know what isn't feature. awesome? Um you know what isn't awesome, Kate. Uh I, I, honestly I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but it, but it is true. You know what isn't awesome? Triple H is women's divisions. Um Man. Put some respect on my name. Listen, you you booked her to keep the title for a year. That wasn't that's not her fault, but you're making it her fault by having her come out and say put some respect on my name. She won the title at Halloween Havoc last year. I looked it up. I went through I went through all the cage match stuff. She's had nine title defenses. Um in 12 months a few of them were on just random episodes of nxt like thrown together oh you want a shot at this title fallon henley okay fine i get get, the the match that you defended your title in on a random nxt because it was set up that day 
and you faced Fallon Henley and beat her in four minutes, to me, that doesn't even count as, no, as, as, a, as a title defense. So eight title defenses in 12 months. Okay. Um, Oh, I, I, I would, I don't know, because I can't, I can't remember all of them, but I would guess half of them maybe didn't involve your friends cheating directly on your behalf, or you using a shortcut to get a victory. So her whole thing of saying I am the best, I understand why she would say this. You NXT are presenting it as though it is absolute fact. She says, I am the greatest champion in NXT women's history, which is completely erroneous. You, as a, as a promotion, I would argue, have the obligation to compare it to Asuka, to Bailey, to Sasha Banks, to, to Shayna Baszler twice, to all of these people who came before, to not let her get away with just saying, I'm the best at this, when we, at least those of us who've been watching for years, can recall several champions, better, more impactful, who won matches on their own, who defended it more often than Mandy Rose. Her whole thing being like, I was just eye candy, I was just sexy, I was just a sex pot, those are all things I was. What have you done, honestly? The thing is that she has improved in the ring, but what you have had her do is come out and just be sexy while saying, put some respect on my name, while also booking her to win matches because she's got two friends who cheat on her behalf. All of this boils down to somebody who is in the middle of the ring in a one-year celebration who is lying to us because of all the things that you as a promotion have done and written for her to do and be and say. Don't do that. Is my, is my overall point here. Don't do that. It makes all things look bad. Especially when you made it so she was the one who was telling us that she's good because she's hot. She's like, all you people, all you people, because of course all you people Looked at me like I was eye candy. Like, my, you told us! You were the one! You, as the character, told me that the reason you are champion is because you are hot. I saw you go to tanning beds. You were in your pool every damn week. Mm -hmm. I never saw you give a crap about wrestling the entire time. Mm -hmm. I can't think of a match that she had that the opponent got something out of and i don't mean in the ring i mean what did she do storyline wise to propose mm -hmm. to move one of her opponents up the ladder that, i guess i guess good. you could say roxanne i guess no, kind of no but it, that's not her fault that's that they saddled her with this terrible cora jade thing immediately which we're gonna, yeah. which we're gonna talk more about because you we're gonna talk more about that in a bit there's productive um, title reigns and there's long title reigns. And ideally, right. if it's a long title reign, it's a productive one. Right. I can't think of a single scenario that her opponent came out better for the wear. Right. I can't. Uh, Rose's, my, um, Mandy Rose's only clean win. Help, helped here. Thank you by Louise. The only clean win, clean, was in the triple threat versus Mako and Bea Priestley. In which case there was someone else to take the fall, so it didn't even exactly. 
Yeah, it doesn't matter. So she's never one-on-one had a clean title no, defense? No. In the entire year she's been champion? No. No. So, so why, why, Thor. why, why, why would we ever put respect on your name? No. Why? And don't be mad like, about the perception of you being hot when you were the one, you, it was her doing it. It was her telling us mm-hmm. that she was hot. Uh, Michael Dammit sent in uh, a chat to the Raw show last night, but it came in late in the broadcast and I missed it. But as as though he was as clairvoyant as they purport Scarlet to be, <laughs> he says, as this is my sour chat, last sour chat, because I have unsubbed to Fightful Select, I say this, screw Paul Michael Levesque and his dumb damn women's booking. Because last night did not end well either for the women's divisions on Raw. SmackDown may be looking on the up because Raw Ronda and Shayna together might portend yeah, something good, good in the future. But who knows? Um, but yeah, uh, tonight with M- Mandy just having her do this. And here's the other thing. What did I say at Halloween Havoc about... Uh, oh, Alba God. Fire? That she was ruined. Was, you, you, you specifically had her set a trap. It was her idea. She set a trap. For Mandy and Gigi and JJ to come to a place that she had set up with all of her friends who worked at the spooky haunted house to make sure that Gigi and JJ couldn't interfere in the match that night. Then you just had them interfere anyway, and you had Alba lose. So I said that completely undercuts her forever. So... Who's the one who comes out and challenges Mandy Rose during this segment? Not Roxanne Perez. Not Roxanne Perez, who finally is free of Cora Jade. The only, what was she doing? She was making a beeline for Mandy Rose and Cora Jade said no. And she's been stuck in this Cora Jade feud since then. Now that she is free of Cora Jade, she is free to go right after Mandy Rose's title as is history written in from the future. We all know Roxanne Perez is the next big thing in the NXT women's division. You're just holding off until you actually do it. At least it better be. But now, instead of doing that, we have Alba Fire come back and say, I want another shot. Why? You set up a whole trap that failed and the, the, the cheater's friends cheated. Well, it's not like it's a big, like, here's the thing. When a heel cheats, it should be for a reason. It's because the heel can't beat that particular challenger. If the heel cheats to beat every challenger, it's no longer special. No, Especially- and it, it means you're a weak champion. That's all that means is that you're you're weak. Sometimes the heel just has to be the better wrestler, and that's fine. They're the champion. They should. But the other thing is, Alex, this has to be in a steel cage. It has to, and I don't think it's I mean, gonna. Yeah, like, but like, like there's got to be some way to keep Gigi and JC. But this is this is the thing: is that it won't be. I mean, even if it is, you know, Gigi and JJ are gonna come down and try and put some shove something through through the chain link. They're gonna like cl- try and climb spray. the rope. They're going. They're going to distract Alba Fire during the match, and she's going to lose the match because because they can only book Alba Fire to be stupid, and like listen. If if they scale the wall and they get in, I'll deal with them then. 
but they're not a threat to me jumping up and down, doing jumping jacks on the outside. I don't care about that. All I care about is the title. You could book her that way, but you won't because you only book dumb baby faces. So my only thing is that the, the thing is like she, she says, because she attacks them. She puts G, uh, Gigi Dolan through a table. She says, I took her out this week. I'm going to take JC Jane out next week. And in two weeks, it's going to be you and me one-on-one. I hope, I hope to God that's the case. One-on-one, Alba Fire versus Mandy Rose. Guess what? If they have Mandy Rose win that clean over Kaylee Ray, that'll be the first time I've ever put some respect on her name. But if they do have her win, I have a sneaky suspicion they won't have her win clean. I have a theory that ends well, but is stupid. Yeah, go ahead. I think Alba Fire was supposed to go over, but they wanted to do this dumb one-year celebration. And I think Alba Fire beats Mandy at the next pay-per-view and Toxic Attraction gets called up. And I think Toxic Attraction gets called up because I don't think they have Sasha and Naomi. And they want to have Mm -hmm. them in the tag division. So Mm -hmm. I would love for, for Alba Fire to be the next women's champion. I think they should have just done it the first time. Mm, yeah. But I, I think this, I think they're running it back to give Alba Fire the title, but they wanted Mandy to have her moment, and then Toxic Attraction goes up. That is all Ooh. hypothetical as heck. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. That would that would be really dumb though. It'd be really dumb to have her go to all that trouble in the pay per view match. Yeah, and, Alex, have and- you watched the show? I know, really, really dumb. I know it. And also, it's not at the pay-per-view, crucially. It's just on a random NXT in two weeks. That's why I actually think it... That's why I think it is. Because isn't you said the next play is in six weeks? Yeah. Yeah. They just wanted to have this dumb celebration. Alpha Fire's going over and Toxic Attraction's going up. They're going to end... On a random NXT? Of course. Uh... (laughs) Unless something completely unforeseen is happening. I'm grumbling because you're probably right, and it's so fucking stupid. Um, yeah, they're gonna end this historic title reign on a random episode. Look at what they did with the tag championships on the main roster yesterday. So dumb. So dumb. Um, <sighs> Apollo Apollo Cruz is interviewed, and thank God he's like, yeah. The first night I showed up, I was like, I'm coming for your title, Braun Breaker. He hasn't even like he's scared of me because he hasn't mentioned my name since. And then Von Wagner sums up and comes up and says, Hey, hey, guy, it's me. Von Wagner, and I'm here, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some things. That's me, Von Wagner, and I'm gonna do some things. I'm gonna beat up a guy, and I'm gonna beat up another guy. That's, that's me, Von Wagner. You, you get in line, cause I'm gonna beat him up. That's me, I'm Von Wagner. Um, his promos are like an Aaron Boone press conference, and that I don't want to see them, and they're not very exciting. Apollo Cruz's half, I thought was quite good. Yeah. I. He kind of said that last week, like, I'm good on Grayson Waller for getting me distracted, but the reason I came here mm-hmm. was for the title. Mm-hmm. Kind of reiterated that again this week. I really liked it, and turns out if you don't give him a bunch of weird stuff, he's a pretty decent pro. Just let him be a dude. Like, I actually mm-hmm. thought that was really strong. That and Odyssey Jones returning were my highlights of the night, for sure. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's true. Um... Hey, reminder... Leave a thumbs up on this video. A reminder, too, because I didn't do it on the Bluetooth ad, to please subscribe to Fightful Select. Mm-hmm. You get 
literally so many scoops. You also get what we call Sansa Blind, which is our mm -hmm. own review, which will be taking place early in the day. Uh, assuming that the show happens in Saudi Arabia, we will find out. That's all we're going to say about that. But uh, this weekend, Alex doesn't watch those because he rightfully has uh, moral moral what's the word ethics that you have standards you have standards yeah. that's the word principles i you have, have principles. principles you're a principled man so you don't watch them however i'm going to watch it and i am going to uh feed alex what happens and i am going to hide three lies in there and he has to detect what i am lying about in all of silliness with that, uh, so that is fun. We will do that on <laughs> Fightful Select, which if you subscribe to, you also get Alex every Monday and Friday. You get me a lot of Mondays and Fridays. And we review pretty much every pay-per-view now behind the paywall. So it's a lot of fun. Plus, you get your scoops. You get producer information for all of the matches that go on. You get early Raw and SmackDown plans. You get all of the mayhem that's happening with all the CM Punk stuff. So much stuff. So, join us for all of that. Maybe we're going to say Logan Paul goes over. I don't know. I don't know. But I will also let you know that on the main channel, we do donate the super chats that we get from mm -hmm. that episode to a cause that right. is supportive of the people of Syria. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Um, we, uh, we, we have, um, uh, uh, another, um, uh, little, um, I don't know what, what would you call this, uh, interlude from, uh, from, uh, from scripts. Do you want to, hi scripts. You can screen my calls, but you cannot screen my fury. That's a line I wrote. Do you like it? You can screen my calls, but you cannot screen my fury. You kind of sound like you might be in, hanging around with the kids in Judgment Day. Are you smoking cigarettes behind the 7-Eleven? One by one, you all shall fall. So just let it happen. It's written on the walls. Coming to NXT almost feels like home because inside these ropes, the canvas will be the place how I express how I feel in my bones. I will leave my mark and I will warn you all. On my imminent start, sincerely, scripts. Beep. Because I was leaving a voicemail, so I said beep. Scripts, you kind of sound like uh, Professor Chaos in general disarray from South Park. Has anyone ever told you that? Like in your, in your musings, that's kind of what your poetry sounds like. Uh, no, I just. Uh, I took I took a course, a poetry course at the Learning Annex, oh. and they told they told me that it was very dark and foreboding, and I said thank you. Understandable. You seem like quite the dark and twisty soul. We don't have a lot of those on WWE, so it's a welcome nope, pace. It is a it is a it is a fully wide open. Uh, 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 like, like hey, there's an opening here for a. For a weird guy who says weird things, there's we don't have any of those. And I was like, I raised my hand and I said, I okay, I'll do it. Uh 
are you also capable of time travel? Because it seems like the messaging system is a an answering machine from 1996. Yeah, well, I mean that that's really all they have at the performance center. Gotcha. It's just an, okay. it's an answering machine from 1990. They haven't updated the communications there. Gotcha. Also, I'm pretty sure they gave me a fake number to call. Oh, I'm sorry. That happens sometimes. Yeah. That happens. One, like at bars one, with pretty girls and stuff. One time a girl gave me a number and it was Domino's Pizza. Oh, that's a bummer. But did you order a pizza? Uh, I ordered some of those twisty bread things. Nice. You didn't get yourself a 555? Uh, no, I got twisty bread things, and I got uh, some of those chicken kickers. Nice. Did you write any poems about the twisty bread things or chicken kickers that you would like Twist, to read with? Twisty, twisty bread things. You feel good in my belly. Also, the chicken kickers were tasty as well. Thank you. Who are your inspirations? Uh, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Um... And uh, Eminem. <laughs> I can see. I can see it. I can see it truly. Someone in the chat says you sound like Sam the Eagle from the Muppets. And I know you're. Uh, our friend Alex is a big Muppets fan. I don't know if you know Alex, but. I don't know who that is. He's a good guy. Uh, I, also, he, I also don't, I also don't know who, who Sam the Eagle is. You don't? No, I never watched the Muppets as a child, which might explain why I am like this. Oh, you kind of remind me of, oh my gosh, who's the dog that plays the piano? Rolf? So you did watch the Muppets. I am I am an enigma. You do not know if I am telling the truth or lying. I am Scripps! You really what? do? What, what happened? Oh, well, you were in the bathroom. We got taken over by some guy that sounds like Jesse the Body Matura so much. Sounds like Jesse the Body Ventura. He does? He does. Hold on. Monsoon. Look at him. He's he's grabbing the leg there, Monsoon. Hey there, McMahon. Gorilla. Gorilla. Gorilla Monsoon. <laughs> you kind of sound like Jesse the Body Ventura. Uh, I don't know if you... Uh, have ever watched the the wrestling classic, or maybe instead you love yourself. Uh, but yes. I watched the 1980 wrestling classic, and he was on commentary for that, and him saying gorilla pops mm -hmm. me a lot. He's great. Our friend Karen Cross has an excellent Dusty the Body Ventura impression. Mm. Honestly, that should be his gimmick. His should. gimmick should his gimmick should be insisting that he is. Jesse the Body Ventura having time traveled from 1984. That should be his gimmick, and I would love literally everything he does. It would be great. It would kick the crap out of Ezekiel and Elias. Mm -hmm. That would be really fun. Yeah. Uncanny. Uh, uncanny. Un uncanny. Um, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. One second. I, let's, see. let's see. Hold on. Hold no, on. you have to pay money for this. Okay, hold on. Minnesota. I am the governor of Minnesota. <laughs> All right, enough of that. Enough of that. Um, 
Okay, so so yeah, scripts scripts is coming. He's on the way. Also, people were like, "Oh, that's that's just that's just Dijak. This is Dijak's new gimmick." No, because they ran a completely different um, vignette. vignette for him, and he said, "I'm coming for the title. I got unfinished business in NXT." Literally, uh, in he was remember he was he was last time he was there he was Dominic Dijakovic. We can't have Correct. two Dominics now. So now he is internally listed as Donovan Dijak, which is so much better. And he should um, be, um, he should be Dijak Mysterio or mm-hmm. <laughs> T-Bar Mysterio. He should be mm-hmm. T-Bar Mysterio. Scripps is Dijak's Uncle Howdy. Oh no. <laughs> I would not put it past them to try and run two very similar angles at the same time on two different shows and see if it works. Honestly. Um <laughs> that got 16 more likes. Like <laughs> <laughs> the scripts interview did? The, the scripts, yep. Uh, the, the the interview with Jesse the Body Ventura. Um okay. Maybe it's Jesse the Body Ventura. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Um, all I all I will say is this. Uh Donovan Dijak back in NXT could be really, really great. Um, and I'm I'm very excited about it. And it makes me ache and weep that we have to wait for Braun Breaker to get through other things that aren't either. Apollo Crews or Donovan Dijak. Um, there you go. Um, so uh, <clears throat> Donovan Dijak, his his ROH name because honor is real, says Luis. Um, Indy, uh, Indy, and and Zoe Stark. Zoe Stark is still pissed this week over something that happened last week that she totally processed and went through and was fine with by the end of last week's episode. She's still pissed about it this week and bringing it into the locker room unnecessarily. Indy Hartwell called her on it and they have a match. Zoe Stark exhibiting a lot of unnecessary aggression and and weird violence and rage. Um, uh, just like, I don't know, like, like an... Um, uh, like a like a um like a like a like a like a riotous amount of rage um, disproportionate that, that, yeah um just a, just a, an amount of, a matter the amount of rage it might it might it yeah anyway um so she has the match and is for some reason going to power bomb Indy Hartwell through a table and uh Nikita Lyons who is her tag partner who was out there who um was wearing uh, an outfit that is like if somebody decided to uh, to three D print uh, a, a like a, a a leopard print cat suit and it got stuck at like fifty two percent with a loading error and she said you know what I'm just gonna put it on anyway because uh, I don't know why one half of it is cat print and the other one's whatever I don't get fashion but I also don't think this is fashion um, and anyway uh, she says no. Instead of doing this, why don't you go throw her back in the ring and pin her one, two, three? Because Nikita Lyons has shown us that she is always the voice of reason and never acts impetuously. Um, and so this totally fits her character. 
obviously. What are you talking about? Um, and so uh, she convinces Zoe of this. Zoe then rolls Indy back in the ring, goes, you're right. I'm sorry. My bad. Rolls into the ring, immediately gets big booted and elbowed in the back of the head and loses one, two, three. <laughs> because, yeah. I didn't like that her whole promo was also like, you got to earn title shots. You can't just walk around here demanding them. And we saw people just mm-hmm. demand them twice earlier yep. in yep. this episode. She's right. That's how it should be. But if we know anything about NXT in the past year and a half, mm-hmm. it's simply not the case. So yep. didn't love that. Yep. Match was what it was. Yeah. Um. So uh, we... Um, we got later, we got them uh, uh, walked up on by uh, Katana and Caden, who talk a lot of mess for being half the size of their opponents. Uh, I do think it's very funny. Um, but, like, it's whatever. Um, oh, look at you having no momentum for our match next week, because momentum is a thing that is real and totally exists. <laughs> Uh, and so, yeah, so then, so, so again, Nikita Lyons, always the arbiter of good decisions, tells Zoe Stark, you know what, let's let, save it for, save it for our match next week. You don't want to fight him right now. Um, like, yeah, let's, let's not have any crazy, you know, out of line decisions that might, you know, anyway. No, um, we save those for January. Yeah, we know. Anyway, so here's the deal. Um, uh, the match is next week. It's a rematch. Uh, I mean, they set it up by that ridiculous ref stunt, uh, last week. I'm sure they'll probably repeat it again next week because storytelling, according to Shawn Michaels, and then we'll see what happens. Storytelling is dusty finishes. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, Valentina Feroz has a match and wants Sanga to be in her corner, but he cannot do it. Uh, and uh, then Veer says, listen, they see your kindness here as weakness. You have to be strong like me. So Veer is corrupting Sangha, which I think is an interesting, is an interesting angle. It's fun. Uh, Wendy Chu is uh, watching the whole thing from behind a couch in her dinosaur onesie. She's and I love it. Um, and She's so that, the best. Okay. Uh, so Valentina Feroz has a match with Jacora Jade. Here's what I here's here's what I will say. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say, uh, um, this is what we used to call roses and thorns. When you in acting class, when you would deliver a monologue in front of the class or do a scene, the entire class would get to critique. They would they would give you a rose, something they thought was good, and a thorn, something you might want to work on for the next time you do this particular piece. So NXT, here's a rose. Good for you for rebuilding Cora after her loss at Halloween Havoc. I assume you have big plans for her going down the line. It's good that you rebuild her after that loss. A loss you were right and correct to book her to take in that match. Now you got to build her back up. Make her seem a threat. This is a good thing. A thorn. Where's Roxanne Perez? Was she on the show last week? Because if so, I don't remember it. Have we seen her since she beat her nemesis 
at Halloween Havoc. Have we seen her? Have we heard from her? I don't remember if we have. What are you doing? You 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 delayed all of this all this progress with 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 uh, Roxanne. She was in NXT last week via a backstage promo last week. I don't remember it. Celebrating her win against. Well, it was well, it was so memorable. It was it was just so memorable that she had that um, that we both forgot. Yeah, no, I don't remember. But that's she have- not that's not how you capitalize on it. You delayed all of her progress for months by having her have this feud with Cora Jade that didn't make sense. That should not have happened at the time you made it happen. You should have had them have those tag titles for at least longer than a week before you had Cora Jade flip out about it, okay? Um, And you delayed all of her progress toward the women's title, toward bigger things, so she could do this thing with Cora Jade. You had her lose the first match to Cora Jade because she was stupid and wouldn't use a Cora, um, wouldn't use the Kendo stick. And then you had her win at at Halloween Havoc, thank God, and you, you capitalized on it with a backstage promo that neither one of us remember a week later. You Does... need to do better in in moving the babyface who wins a feud that is a stepping stone to a bigger thing. You need to get them on the stepping stone pretty soon after that thing. Otherwise, nobody remembers and nobody cares. You got to do both. Yeah, Does... it's hard. It's hard to do both. But guess what? Sometimes your job as a booker for a major television promotion is gonna be hard. Oh, Alex, oh. they they book two dusty finishes in like four days. Uh, they're not good at this. Um, it's not that hard to build both when the title picture could have just not been a rematch without the fire. Like maybe Alba Fire doesn't win and Roxanne re-enters there. Maybe yeah, maybe maybe Roxanne gets the gets the match at, at deadline. Maybe that's it. That is weird though. Huh. Yeah, it really it And really she is. won, so she's not get, going up to the main roster. Cause that was my thought, was like maybe they're just hot shotting her to the main roster, but Yeah. Huh. Because oh, she worked that house show where she dressed up as Bailey. Right. Yeah, which is great. But it's on it's a house show, so it very yeah, much why does are not you count. On my TV? Why are you on why are you not my TV? Yeah. Um anyway. Um so no. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, so anyway, that's not how you do that. Jay Cora Jade no, beats and that, Ugh, if I have to hear that generation of Jade intro. No, mm, that no. that ain't it. Um, no, uh, so, uh, here's the thing. Um, it is, it does feel like, it does feel like all of the 50 year old white male, uh, bookers who are in control of everything. Um, I think that the way you run a heel program is by doing it the way a heel would do it in 1998. Um, like, like generation of Jade is very, she's, She's she's like she is a, a, a like a DX understudy, like that's what that's what her whole deal is. She's like a kid 
who watched D. Like, this is what a kid would do. Generation Jade! That's what it doesn't it feel like that to me? I mean, I don't know. Um, I also think, uh, I don't know. Calling yourself a generational talent on a developmental program seems like not the right move. So uh, here we go. We got, um, we got uh, Jade defeats Valentina for Royce because, of course, she does. Uh, But she decides she's going to beat. Valentina Feroyce to death with a kendo stick for some reason. And I love that Booker, she's like, come on, ref. Like, like the ref, the ref doesn't usually get involved. They should, but they don't. Uh, it is kind of funny that he blames a particular ref, Booker T being Booker T. But then uh, Dragon Chew's back. Wendy Chew runs out. She's she's actually wearing a dragon onesie. It's a, it's a dinosaur onesie, but it could be a dragon. You never know. Uh, all, he's, all he needs is some wings. Um, and she runs out and she uh, she stops it. She takes a, a kendo stick to the gut, and then she comes out and runs over. Yeah, this is this will be good. Um, uh, I'm 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 very very excited um, that Wendy Chu uh, could could do some really good things for Cora Jade. Even yes. if Cora Jade wins the feud, I think Wendy Chu has a lot to teach somebody like Cora Jade. Yes. Um, uh, and it, it'll it'll be good. It'll be good for both of them, I think. Um, and may, I think so and, may, and may lead to a dragon chew appearance. Uh, I'm I am not abandoning this. Listen, I know you want her to just be Karen. She's never gonna just be Karen as long as she's in this company. I want it to. They're never gonna do it. So instead of this, I want her to be half sleepy girl half dragon lady that's i want that's what i want and i don't think it's out of line to want it yes it is uh but i <laughs> okay she's not gonna be karen my <laughs> options are karen q sleepy gal or a five thousand year old dragon lady yeah. come on everybody yeah, in the yeah. chat wants it yes um i think this will be good because i think Wendy Chu has a ton to offer as an opponent for Cora Jade, both stylistically and just overall skill-wise. And I think they're very high on Cora Jade. So Wendy Chu being featured in that light is something that is great and appropriate. I yeah. have the same concern as you that this gimmick is a little bit of a handcuff because how do you hold the title that's not the 24-7 title with this gimmick? And she's a... Wendy Chu is just fantastic in the ring. So... Uh, it would be cool to see her expand beyond that a little bit, but she's so great. She's so great at what they, mm-hmm. whatever they give her, and I think that that's a that is a productive use of mm-hmm. wrestling TV mm-hmm. time for women. Agreed. Uh, House of Dragon Chew hashtag House of Dragon Chew. Uh, hopefully with less incest. Um, our local hopefully establishments I would no incest. Be, I would right. I, like. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. But just less, less, at least less. Zero, zero, zero is the goal. Baby yeah. steps, baby steps towards zero incest. It's WWE. Like for <laughs> the longest amount of time, there was like Vince wanted an incest story with his own daughter. For the longest time, he did. He kept pitching it. Like this is a this is a cursed company, Kate. We just just would give me less incest until we get to zero. We, we are shooting for net zero incest as a company by the year 2035. Let's try and get there together. 
Uh, thank you, our local establishment for the Twitch raid. Uh, you've shown up just in time for me to talk about incest. <laughs> oh, no. I feel like we get Twitch raids at the mm-hmm. most delightful times, mm-hmm. which is either the jukebox of us being mm-hmm. insane and doing impressions mm-hmm. or else raid to combat incest. So mm-hmm. welcome. Thank you for the Twitch raid. We appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. We will take your bits. We will take your super chats and your humper uh-huh. chats and your mm-hmm. fightful select subscriptions. And most importantly, your thumbs yes. up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so here we go. Uh, this is not what I pitched, but it's also good. This is one of my favorite things on the entire episode. This is Tony D talking backstage to Stax. Okay. And, um, and hey, yeah, it's good that you handled that thing for me. Thank you so much. Um, listen, anytime I can get more Tony D on my, on my, on my screen, the better. Um, so, uh, but he says, uh, yeah, you, you, you got a match next week against Hank Walker. Hey, Hank Walker, I can take care of him. I know you can. I'm looking forward to it. Um, so that's what Hank Walker's got a match next week against Stax. Let's hope everything works out well for Channing Stax Lorenzo. But then Electra shows up. She says, hey, I see you finally broke out on your own. That's right, I did says Electra. So I like that they are handling that story that she was left behind by Legato, but I also like that they are making it in storyline like it was her decision. Yes. Like she was too big big a deal to uh to to play second or third fiddle in that stable. She's out. I I don't want to do it. I'm I'm staying back because I I have things to do. Um and um, and, and I, I think I'm going to like being my own boss, she says. So she's not part of, uh, of the family, the Tony D'Angelo family, um, which is what I was pitching, uh, that she would be a, a bigger deal in the Tony D'Angelo family. She's out on her own, uh, which is fine. But I did really like um, that Stax is like, hey, you think she can handle going out by herself? And Stax and Tony D's like, you know what? I do. I really do. Because that vote of confidence to the audience should matter considering how you have handled and shown Tony D. It should matter that he says that. Um, so that's good. I just want I want Tony D healthy. And if he's not healthy, there's no reason he's not on television doing commentary. Make it a three-man desk with Tony D'Angelo out there. <laughs> I... I Anytime he's like the few times he's been on commentary, he's been really good. Yeah, like, but they've been pertaining to a story he was in. I don't need to see him calling like a listen, corn chain. Match. Listen, I, 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 I want it. You um, love Tony D. I, so I do love much. Tony D. Like, here's the thing: they, they had like if they had a version, like there, there is zero reason why he's not doing color commentary for Level Up right now. Let him let let us see what he can do when he's calling things that are not there. Because listen, if he's hurt and can't work, this guy's got a personality. He's got he he can improvise. He can act. Like figure out a way to get him on screen doing more stuff with his voice. If he can't do stuff with his body right now, because he really is one of the real bright spots of NXT 2.0. For the past year, this guy, whenever they've given him the ball, he's run with it and scored a touchdown. Like, let him do something. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I disagree. I love Tony D, but I feel like as soon as you take the in-ring component away, he feels gimmicky and not character-y. 
I didn't mind what we got tonight because it was abbreviated and there's been a pre-existing relationship there like for months and months. So I don't have a problem with Electra Lopez and Tony D because that's in a story that he's... Okay, Alpha but... Bill is correct. There's no okay, reason but... why he shouldn't uh... immediately replace Little Irish Guy on, on Raw. Right now. He's already better than... I haven't said... He's already better than Little Irish Guy. True. I think I called him an Irish tumbleweed because he's just kind of like... He can be the daddy magic of, of Level Up. Daddy Magic's Ooh. doing commentary on Elevation. Why can't he be the Daddy Magic of Level Up? If he was doing commentary on Level Up, I'd never miss an episode, Kate. They'd immediately get one more viewer. That would increase their overall viewership by like 80%. I think your love for Tony D is blinding you a little <laughs> bit here about what is actually best for the product. I'm just gonna, I don't, I hate to say it. No, it's not true. I just, I disagree. Okay. Respectfully. Um, uh, Pretty Deadly defeated uh, Wesley and Braun Breaker, which is- No way! Yeah, what it's crazy. Uh, but here's the deal. Um, so uh, after all of that, after that whole train wreck of an opening segment, setting up this match and the idea of Braun Breaker and Wesley becoming tag champions and running a two-man power trip for some reason, that you just had this match, which all it does to me was show off that Pretty Deadly are a very competent, even good They're to great, great uh, tag great. team um, as a tag team. And then it shows Wesley's skills as a super fast high flyer. And it shows um, it shows uh, Braun Breaker is like a, an amazing... Uh, athlete and and specimen that that standing moonsault yeah that's like is, stupid that's nuts that's the stupid. the the double suplex that he did to to both guys and uh, both thing thing one and thing two that was ridiculous he's so damn good what this match showed is like okay like I don't know if he's ready to be a major player on the main roster but on the main roster name me at least how they're featured, name me five athletes who do the same thing, strength yeah. and, a, and, 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 and the, the thing about it, I always think about it with him is not certainly speed, but velocity. When he yes, hits explosive. you, he's going so damn fast. He, like he is the leveled up version. Like if there's a Pokemon and the Pokemon is Madcap Moss and then you evolve him, he becomes Braun Breaker. Like that's that to me what that's that's what was like oh my Madcap Mass is like look how fast he's moving in the ring yeah but he just doesn't have it like Braun Breaker does so here's how you want to hear how they're going to capitalize on showing off what an amazing talent he is in the ring now that he's just overcome two of the most talented people he will ever face in a title defense in NXT in Ilya Dragunov and JD McDonald Google me. He faced both those guys at the same time and won. And his reward for that is to be slogged into a program with Von Wagner. Because what happens at the end of the match is that Carmelo Hayes comes out, knocks Wesley off the top rope. Wesley gets pinned uh, with a crucifix by uh, Yes Boy one and a half. I'm not really sure which one it was. Um, and then... 
so that that so there you go. Carmelo Hayes coming for his title versus Wesley. We're finally gonna get, hopefully, please, hopefully, a one-on-one with no shenanigans title match between Wesley and Carmelo Hayes, which will be great. Carmelo Hayes, I would argue, should be coming for Braun Breaker. As much as he says the North American Championship is the A Championship, it's only because he was holding it. Absent that context, he should be going for the NXT title, but Von Wagner's going for it I instead because he gets to get a big boot on, um, on Braun Breaker. So we did all of this today to set up nothing for the tag champions. And um, Mello versus Wesley, let's be honest, Mello and Trick Williams versus Wesley, um, which I'm going to hate the second part of that, because uh, just can I just get Carmelo, Hay- Carmelo Hayes just being a great wrestler without having to rely on his hype man to get involved in every match? Please, can I just can I just, just I give me Wesley Wes versus Carmelo Hayes one-on-one with nobody getting involved for 12 minutes? I think you might because I think Wesley's going to retain and if Trick isn't there to help, it'll be like a protected loss, but he can move on to either the world title picture or the main roster or whatever. So I think we might actually get what we want because I think Wesley will win and Trick not interfering will be to blame. So I think that could actually be a really good thing. I do think it's weird that the first thing you have at a new champion for this title it's this weird tag program. Um, yeah, this just felt like you were buying time because of the foregone conclusion. I have no interest in seeing Von Wagner do anything, so I don't really have an interest in this feud. Mm-hmm. I do think they are... So people get released today. They're trying out Von on main event. Like, I think they are in a little bit of like a put-up-or-shut-up mode with him. So it seems like look, we're testing this guy. He's either got it or he doesn't. And I think you'll either see him stick around, maybe get called up or get released. Like, I I think, I think the timelines are getting expedited a little more quickly. Mm -hmm. I am stunned Carmelo was not called up to a complete hit row and that it was instead who it was. Uh, I guess he's sticking around NXT, but, um, I, I'm not complaining. Carmelo Hayes is incredible. I would rather mm-hmm. watch him on Tuesday nights than a lot of people. So, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, but yeah, I, I think Carmelo versus West would be an incredible match. And I think Carmelo built up enough stock in that title that uh, Wesley beating him means something. Like I, I think that's a really good use of making him feel made as a champion very early in his reign. So that could be really cool. Yes. Um, and the match was very good. The match was very, very good. The match was good. But, like, ultimately, if it was just to do this, you know what you could have done? Literally anything else to set up these... That's... these these To set up these feuds, you didn't have to waste all this time with anything. And also, guess what? You got nothing for the tag champs. And it becomes more and more obvious you got nothing for the tag champs. Um, we get um, uh, Apollo Crews watching backstage... And JD McDonald Google me decides to come up and and like, hey, so you think you'll have that? You're gonna go for that title. It's gonna be hard. And you got an Atash Retina. Um, and I'm does he already didn't he already have one of those? 
And he was <laughs> so anyway, so we're gonna keep Apollo Crews busy with JD McDonough Google me. Well, while he said we're, while we're keeping Braun Breaker busy with Von Wagner. Yeah, that's dumb. But in the promo, he said it's hard to have those visions when you have a detached retina. So like right. it, he at right. least kind of like tied it back to something, but whatever. I'm I have an in-ring interest in Apollo Crews versus JD McDonough. I don't have a story interest. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. No, the match the no. match should be the match, match should be really good, but like just, but like Apollo Crews versus Braun Breaker is going to be awesome. Yeah, eventually, whenever we eventually get that, there Six are weeks. three deadline. There, okay. there are three, three people as currently constructed in NXT on the uh, on the roster or soon to be on the roster that I will accept defeating Braun Breaker for that title. Carmelo Hayes, if he's going to be around for a long time, which I don't think he is, but he's he's a guy who probably if he. If, He's going to have, I think, a good enough career that we are going to we're going to look back in, in a dozen years and say he spent a year in NXT and was never the NXT champion. Yeah, that feels weird, right? That's how good he's going to be when all is said and done. So if you want to give him a token ring with a belt, I get it. The other two guys are Apollo Crews, who's got unfinished business in NXT, and Donovan Dijak, who's got unfinished business in NXT. Both of those guys, you could argue should have held the title at some point in their first comeback. I think both guys would have awesome matches with Braun Breaker. And then you can transition from those two older veterans to a younger veteran who's a younger guy, who, up and comer, who's going to become the next real champion there, who's going to have the next real real reign. What you don't want to do is bring somebody from, from the main roster to NXT who might have some unfinished business down there and then put a belt on them and then let them keep the belt for a damn year. You don't want to do that because that's a bad idea. I would also take Ilya Dragunov and Tyler Bate. But I don't think, I don't think they're sticking them around. I feel like they're just, if they were, if they're here, great. I just, I just, I feel like they did their thing. They did their appearance in Florida. And oh then they yeah, left. I'm. I'm just saying, as far as people that I would accept, right? Well, out. yeah. Oh yeah. No, if if those guys are going to be in, they're absolutely on the list. They're higher yeah. on the list than Apollo Crews and, but I don't and, and, and Dijak, Dijak. But, yeah. but I don't think they're going to be here. I think they're just like they showed up to do a token appearance and they're biding their time until NXT Europe. <laughs> I mean, I think anyway. Uh, that's the end of that. Uh, well, um. Louis saying that it's criminal that Daddy Magic and Tony D were a month from be from being in a segment together when they released oh. Daddy Magic and then Tony D showed up. That would have made like, his I, nipples hard. I, I feel like Daddy Magic and Ange Parker uh would 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 have been really good in Tony D's family. They would have yes. they would have absolutely pretended to have been from New York just so they could get a jab doing work. For the man, I think they would that would have been a fun. That would have been um, very fun. Guys, get right. in your super chats and humper chats right now because we mm -hmm. can't we can't go yeah, yeah. no we, we can't, can't go as late as we used to. You you you, you have you have like a, like a three minute warning and then they're done, they're gone. That's it. Um uh <laughs> uh <laughs> Ryan Sullivan says Phillies, and then Luis says suck because he is mad that the Astros lost. Uh, they categorically do not suck today. 
And no, to my knowledge, tonight. they tonight they do not they did not suck. To my um, knowledge, they are not big fat cheaters either. No, right. Well, the, no, they did hit a lot of home runs off the Astros. I feel like they might have been tipping some signs. Maybe I don't, uh, everyone cheats. Everyone cheats in baseball. Every everyone cheats in baseball. Just just accept it. Um, so uh, some guys, some some teams are better better cheaters than others. Um, Everyone's gets... got pine tar on their hands and then wipes it off when the umpire checks. Astros. Uh, uh, so Lord Kev says that we need to change Bobby Fish's name to to be Bobbles the Fish. I'm okay with that. Maybe. Um, how adorable is Kate this evening? Oh, thanks. I'm as adorable as a cup from the 90s. I'm uh-huh. very specifically that adorable. Um, T Electric Mayhem says, Your show is always a delight. This is for the Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota Monsoon. You sound like Kermit, Gorilla. Mm-hmm. No, Kermit, Kermit is up here. This is where Kermit is. Who did I say, though? It was like a blend of Kermit and someone. You say Ralph. Ralph. Ralph was like, Ralph, Ralph was down here. That's oh, Ralph. yeah. And then, um, and then Sam the Eagle. This is yes. highly irregular or something like that. I don't know. And the devil um, from South Park we got. And then who was the other one? Mm-hmm. And Scripps. Uh, you sound like Scripps. Well, Scripps, obviously. So, I don't know. I don't know who that that person is. Um, so here we go. We're on the jukebox. Um, uh, Nathan Frazier sings The Call by the Backstreet Boys. I don't know if I know that one. Um, I don't know if I know that one either. Um, hold on. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Drink of water. Do I have any tonight? Yes, you do. Um, <clears throat> I'm not doing the intro. I'll start with the first verse. Uh, here we go. <clears throat> Let me tell you the story about the call that changed my destiny. Me and my boys went out just to end up in misery. We was about to go home when there she was standing in front of me and said, Hi, I've got a little place nearby. Want to go? I should have said no. Someone's waiting for me. But I called up my girl and said, Listen, baby, I'm sorry. Just want to tell you, don't worry. I will be late. Don't stay up and wait for me. Say again, you're dropping out. My battery's low. Just so you know, we're going to a place nearby. Gotta go. And Bob's your uncle. So there's that. Um... Um, Darby Allen singing It's Been a While by Stained. I didn't even know that song was by Stained. Mm, oh, yeah. Story tracks. It's been a while since I could hold my head up high. And it's been a while since I first saw you. And it's been a while since I could stand on my own two feet again. And it's been a while since I could call you Malachi Black. And everything I can't remember... As fucked up as it all may seem, the consequences that are rendered, I've stretched myself beyond my means. And it's been a while. Malachi Black. That was a good song choice for that voice. That is good. It's good for him. It's good, right? Um, uh, Regal raps harder than you think by public enemy. This could be trouble. Uh, <laughs> Would you like me to do my Tiffany one? So you, can... I, I'll, yeah, Screw you do the, you do the Tiffany one while while I look over this. That sounds good. 
I'm doing a Shel Silverstein poem. Yes, you are. Nobody by Shel Silverstein, as requested by a Ricardo ODV. Nobody loves me. Nobody cares. Nobody picks me peaches and pears. Nobody offers me candy and cokes. Nobody listens and laughs at my jokes. Nobody helps when I get in a fight. Nobody does my homework at night. Nobody misses me. Nobody cries. Nobody thinks I'm a wonderful guy or gal, dad. <laughs> so if you ask me who's my best friend and a whiz, I'll stand up and tell you that nobody is. But yesterday night, I got quite a scare. It was Halloween. That's not a part of the poem, but it would make oh, sense. That, yeah. I woke up and nobody just wasn't there. I called out and reached out for nobody's hand in the darkness where nobody usually stands. Then I poked through the house in each cranny and nook, but I found somebody each place that I looked. I searched till I'm tired, and now with the dawn, there's no doubt about it, nobody's gone. Very good, very good. Thank you. <clears throat> All right, Harder Than You Think by Public Enemy and R William Regal. Rolling stones of the rap game, not bragging. Lips bigger than Jagger, not sagging. Spilled backwards, I'ma leave it at that. That ain't nothing got nothing to do with rap. Check the facts. Expose those cats. I'd like to expose you, man in the mask. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Who poses heroes and take advantage of blacks? Your government's gangster, so cut the crap. A war going on, so where you're at. Fight the power comes great responsibility. Left the police, but who's stopping you from killing me? Disaster fiasco is over a loop by PE. If it's an eye instead of we believe in TV, sunshine, split in riches, bitches, and this thing about snitches. Watch the masses move as the masses switches. System, distant but barely mister. My sole intention to save my brothers and sisters. Hard just like that. Hard just like that. Hard just like that. Hard just like that. Hard just like you, I hope, man in the mask. Mm, scrummy, scrummy, scrummy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. War games. Um... That was good. That was a good one. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, so, 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 so Steiner math promo, but done by Paw Paw Pelosi. <laughs> I think it originally was. That's how much it sense it made. Him. Yep, there you go. Okay, well, hold on. Oh, here we go. Uh, you, you know, they, they say all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at Samoa Joe, and uh, uh, you can see that statement's not true. You see, normally uh, we go, you, you go one on one with another wrestler. You got a 50-50 chance of winning, but I, I, I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not, I, I'm not normal. So you got a 25% at best to beat me. Then you add per angle to the mix, your chances of winning drastically go down. You see, the win three-way uh, sacrifice, you got a 33 and a third chance of winning, but I, I got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows he can't beat me. He's not even going to try. So Samoa Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance minus my 25% chance and you got an eight and a third percent chance of winning a sacrifice, but then you take my 75% chance of winning. If we was to go one-on-one -on -one and then you had 66 and two-thirds percent, I got a 141 and two-thirds chance of winning a sacrifice. You see, Joe, the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster for you with sacrifice. And that's well, the sacrifice. What? Here's a fun fact for you guys. I forget what Sean messaged us about, but I retyped out that whole promo and I changed out all these references. 
and mm-hmm. Alex and Sean did not acknowledge it in any way, shape, or form. I spent mm-hmm. so much time on it mm-hmm. for them to no sell it. Mm. I can't uh, work like this. No, no. Uh, Jesse Osog says, "Would it be I hate to impose, my dear friend, but would it be possible to find out what makes scripts nipples hard?" <laughs> Like the daddy mid. Sometimes when I go outside in the winter time without a shirt. Is that it? That's the only thing? That's all I know of. Oh, okay. Okay. Look, I tried to ask you some nice questions, but our chat had some hard-hitting questions. What happened? Where, where, where are we? Um. Okay. Uh... Axiom sings our truths rap. That's such a good one. There we go. There we go. You can do this, and you can do with that. You better come get this, because this is where it's at. Step, 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 You feel me? Say it with it. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? There you go. Prayers for our truth. Um, all right, uh, here we go. Um, uh, Electric Mayhem wants a, wants a duet uh, for you and I singing Linda and Sheila singing Rockwell's "Somebody's Watching Me." I guess we'll do this uh, one one line at a time. Um, okay, here we go. I'll start with the "I'm I'm just an average man." Hold on, there we go. I think you should do. A whole stanza, and then I'll do it. Okay, here we go. Oh, okay, fine, fine, fine. Here we go. <clears throat> all right. So, okay, uh, uh, all right. Here we go. I'm just an average gal with an average life. I work from nine to five. Hey, hell, I pay the price. All I want is to be left alone in my average home. But why do I always feel like I'm in the twilight zone? I always feel like somebody's watching me, and I have no privacy. I always feel like somebody's watching me. Tell me, is it just a dream? When I come home at night, I bolt the door real tight. People call me on the phone. I'm trying to avoid. Don't you hate that? When you're oh trying to avoid God, someone. Oh, my God, the telemarketers. And they, and they keep call- Not even the telemarketers. I mean, like, get rid of them. But, like, when Brenda is just wants to call and talk Don't to me. Don't get me started on Brenda. It's, it's always right before dinner, it's, and she won't shut always, up. The worst. She won't shut up about about. At 5.45, she's Listen, calling. We're, we're, it's a tragedy. We're all so, we all, we all so feel terrible about your son, the druggie. But listen, we can't listen to it all the time. Oh it's, my it's God. I, I'm running out to my pictures. I'm running late. I'm going to miss the previews. Listen, every, every time. Well, can the people on TV see me or am I just paranoid? When I'm in the shower, I'm afraid to wash my hair because I might open my eyes and find someone standing there. People say I'm crazy, just a well, little touched. Mm-hmm. But I'm a fun crazy, you know? Yes. 
But maybe showers remind me of Psycho too much. You ever think about that? That's why. I always feel like somebody's watching me and I have no privacy. Whoa. I always feel like somebody's watching me. Who's playing tricks on me? Who's watching me? I don't know anymore. Are the neighbors watching? Who's watching me? Well, it's Is the mailman. The, the mailman's watching? watching you. That's true. I don't feel safe anymore. No. Why would you? <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Tell me who's watching. Oh, what a mess. I wonder who's watching me now, the IRS? No, not since my seventh husband died. He was the one that was doing the tax sheet. But ever since then, I've been fine. Are we done? I think yeah, we're, we're, we're done with that one, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're done with that. Um, uh, one, one last one from T Electric Mayhem. Uh, <laughs> Axiom singing, we didn't start the fire. By Billy Joel. <clears throat> Here we go. register on that one mm -hmm. <laughs> amazing mm -hmm. and for those of you who watch the office that was ryan's start of the fire fire guy mm -hmm. <laughs> fire guy fire guy um all right <laughs> um thank you all for that that's the end of the jukebox this week uh oh we will we will do more next time uh but thank you everyone stay oozy yes um uh this week uh we are extending schlocktober on know your news and we will be doing uh we will be reviewing um monster squad um and then we were uh, we're gonna be like maybe one week of non-holiday movies before we move into all christmas all the time and uh in and kate's favorite thing holiday we're all inclusive yeah 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 how, how many Hallmark Hanukkah movies did they make? Oh, buddy, there are some. And oh, good. They are terrible. I can't it's wait. So I much wait. fun. Uh, I uh, I have not seen that. that. That was not put in the jukebox by. Uh, that did not get put in the jukebox by. Um, by Luis. 
Is there? I didn't. I missed. Was one. it perhaps sent in via Sour Chat instead of Super Chat? Or no, no, it's not Sour Chat. No, I looked it up. <laughs> not there. No, nope. Well, thanks uh, a lot, Louise. I I missed it. Uh, uh, oh, Tony <laughs> Tony D sings "Sympathy for the Devil." <laughs> also, Louise put in big letters. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he knows. He's the best. All right. All right. Um, and then we'll do that and then we'll then we'll then we'll leave. And and in the meantime, tell them where they can find you and what you what you've got going on that's not this. Oh my god, we got so much going on. <laughs> we got the Mark Gordon podcast tomorrow talking all things I will leave not on Fightful, but at Mark Gordon Pod. Mm -hmm. Uh you can catch me on Friday talking AW Rampage and SmackDown. You can catch me on Saturday. In a double mm -hmm. shot where I will be doing commentary at Excite Wrestling in Johnson City, New York. And before I even get to that, we will be doing Santa Blind, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. where I will lead Alex through a pay-per-view he hasn't watched. And he will have to detect my mm -hmm. three lies. Right. There we go. <clears throat> Thank you. Um, sympathy for the Devil as Tony D'Angelo. Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm a man of wealth and taste. I've been around for a long, long year. Stole many a man's soul and face. I was around when Jesus Christ had a moment of doubt and pain. Made damn sure that Pilate washed his hands and sealed his fate. Pleased to miss you. Pleased to meet you. Hope you guessed my name. But what's puzzling you is the nature of my game. I stuck around St. Petersburg when I saw it was time for a change. Killed the Tsar and his ministers, Anastasia screamed in vain, poor girl. I wrote a thank. Elder generals rank when the blitzkrieg raged and the body stank. Pleased to meet you. Hope you guessed my name. Oh, yeah. But what's puzzling you is the nature of my game, Gabagool. Thank you very much. Excellent. Yeah, it was very good. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, follow me on the Twitter at Alex Sour Graps and uh, stay tuned for, for more of our shenanigans all the time, everywhere on multiple platforms. Uh, keep... <laughs> <laughs> Let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. keep cool, Gabagools. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.